Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. My name is Holly Moon. I am the Chair for Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week for the Association of Fundraising Professionals, Tampa Bay. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded remotely for safety reasons, and as a result, you might hear some funky audio, so just stay tuned for this fantastic story. This episode features Sandy McCrate and Jane Rubin, volunteers extraordinaire from Zoo Tampa at Lowry Park. This podcast is hosted by Wilma Norton from Community Foundation Tampa Bay. Thanks, Wilma. Welcome to another episode of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. I'm Wilma Norton, Vice President of Community Connections at Community Foundation Tampa Bay. And today I'm talking with Jane Rubin and Sandy McCright, who are volunteers and givers extraordinaire at Zoo Tampa. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So if you could each just take a moment and introduce yourselves a little bit and tell us how you got involved with the zoo what, and what you do uh, to volunteer your time, talents, and treasures to, uh, to help that be a great place for the animals and for all of us. Um, Jane, would you like to start? Sure. Um, my connection with the zoo actually begins in San Francisco. Um, I was living in San Francisco when I retired from government service and I decided I would like to learn how to become a teacher of English as a second language. And so I enrolled in a certification program and through that I began to volunteer teaching English as a second language for Jewish family and children's services in San Francisco. Um, And it became the joy of my life. So Two years later, when I moved to Tampa, where I had family, I knew right away I was going to look for another volunteer opportunity. But I was so in love with the weather uh, that I wanted to be outside somewhere in the fresh air and sunshine. And so I looked for something that would keep me outdoors and keep me connected and give me the chance to teach. And becoming a docent at the zoo just seemed to fit every single one of those criteria. I'd always loved zoos. I'd always been a member of the zoo wherever I lived, and it just seemed the way to go. So I began volunteering at what was then Lowry Park Zoo um, in January of 2004. So that's over 17 years now that one way or another, I have been touring people around the zoo, teaching people about the zoo, being a docent, teaching docents. Um, and keeping it all going. And then when Sandy showed up uh, a year or so later, we hit it off immediately and found that the things we had in common uh, gave us a wonderful plan for doing some teaching at the zoo. And I'll let Sandy tell you a little bit about that. Oh, that's great. The zoo has wonderful educational programs. Both of my daughters, when they were little, were veterans of zoo school. Oh, indeed, (laughs) yes. Definitely. So Sandy, Sandy, yeah. do you want to give us the same uh, introduction to you? Sure. Um, it, it's interesting how Jane and I parallel each other and yet at the same time come from opposite ends of the spectrum. I was in the medical field. I've lived in Nebraska. And after a long period of time, I went, I just don't want to do this anymore. So I went back to school and became a science teacher. 
And when I knew I was moving to Florida, uh, I thought, what am I going to do? I have to start a whole new life and make all new friends. And since I was a science teacher, voila, here's a wonderful zoo that I had visited a couple times and thought, this is the place for me. Jane was my original teacher when I joined the zoo in 2006. And very quickly, we, as she said, we hit it off. Um, I became part of the education team. And pretty soon we were out in the zoo doing so many wonderful things, engaging guests and giving tours, which was the most wonderful thing as a teacher that I got to do and engage guests and get them excited, not just to walk through the zoo, but to get involved and learn about the animals and their backgrounds. And then that became an outreach for us to bring in others to the zoo. And that's where our Ollie commitment kind of joined with Zoo Tampa to become a great program. Tell us a little bit more about, the, about that program. Well, Jane and I wanted to engage adults, but not too many at a time because we both knew that in large groups, you tend to lose the outliers. So we looked at numbers. We looked at um, what we wanted to do. And the zoo was built so that we could break it into doable sections. We could get people outdoors and walking, which made us feel good. And the zoo was excited to bring in new members that way because they became very engaged. Jane, anything you want to add? It's hard to imagine a situation that was more win-win for everybody because in order to attend this class, which was a six-week class, we met once a week for six weeks, covered a different part of the zoo. The only way to get into the zoo for six consecutive weeks was to become a member. Um, or later on to to buy a pay a pay for a day ticket that worked mm -hmm. beyond that. And so every time we taught the class, the zoo gained 15 new members because our class was always sold out. Um, and eventually it only gained six or seven because we had people coming back <laughs> again and again <laughs> to take our class. Um, but that worked fine um, as well. And Ali got to expand it, its offering and include a class at the zoo as part of their science curriculum. And I think one of the things they loved about us was we taught at the zoo. They didn't have to provide parking on campus for anybody. <laughs> um, so everyone was happy all around. Sandy and I, we have lost track, but we believe that we taught our class somewhere approaching 20 times over the years that we did it. Oh, wow, that's amazing. And as you're talking, I'm thinking that in these conversations we've been having about for uh, National Philanthropy Week and Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week, we've talked some about how a lot of people think philanthropy means you write a big check. And I think, and what we hear from some other people is that when you give of your time or your talent or your your financial support, you get as much or more back. And I hear that in your voices. Do you, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, uh, certainly. I mean, it has enriched my life in ways that I couldn't tell you. I have been on safari in Africa four times, uh, 
generated from my interest at the zoo. I even traveled to Borneo to see the orangutans in their oh, wow. native home. And I can't imagine that Borneo would ever have been on my roster of, of places to see um, had it not been for the zoo. So that is so engaging and enriching. I should also say that the people we taught were really our contemporaries. And so we made friends with people and saw them at the zoo, see them outside of the zoo, brought in more volunteers to the zoo. It just seems to expand and expand and expand. And my Russians way back in San Francisco, they made me blintzes. So, <laughs> so it was all good. I often joke with people when they say they're retiring, uh, I want them to know it's the best job ever, but that's not because I get to sit around and do nothing. It's because you choose all the commitments that you want to give of your time. And in return, you gain so much it, that it, it's, it's a wash. It, it, I don't even feel like I'm giving that number of hours because it's such a beautiful time for me. How many hours would you estimate the two of you have uh, volunteered at Zoo Tampa? <laughs> Literally thousands of hours. Thousands. Um, I would say at our peak, we were each there somewhere around between five and 700 hours a year. And so yeah. if you multiply that by the number of years, um, it becomes quite a big number. We don't even feel it. It's just, you go. I think my car could automatically drive to the zoo if I close my eyes. It, it sometimes happens when I don't think about where I'm going. I'm like, yeah. whoops, I'm on, I'm on my way to the zoo. Um, yes. I used to get teased a lot because my house is sort of at, at the nexus of the road to the zoo and the road to the Jimmy B. Keel Public Library. And uh, I, people would say, oh, that's, that's why you chose that house. And they might not be wrong. <laughs> that is perfect. Well, we always like to close these with a little bit of advice for other people who might be hearing this and saying, listen to the excitement in their voices when they talk about giving their time. So do you have advice for uh, anyone who's like, it sounds like maybe the two of you were at one point trying to figure out what you're going to do in this job called retirement, or if you want to give back, what, what advice do you have? There, there's so much work to be done in the world um, that we all have the wonderful opportunity to choose the work that we want to do. And I would choose something that I'm passionate about. Uh, and then you will always be connected to it and trust that other people are going to choose something else. I agree with Jane. You have to find something that you are passionate about. I often tell not only them to get involved, but often start with one thing, see how it goes. And it's amazing how you pick up other things that you want to do as well. But the main focus for me was being involved with the zoo. Love teaching about animals, love doing tours, whether they were with little kindergartners or they were the senior citizens that belonged to Ollie. That's awesome. And if you start with one thing, uh, you don't have to guarantee you're going to do thousands and thousands of hours. No. But if you find the right thing, uh, what we hear from everyone is you find the right thing. The next thing you know, you're 
head over heels in, in love with what you're doing. Yes, ma'am. Well, Jane, Sandy, thank you so much for talking to us and for everything you do for our community. You are what Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week and the goodness of our community is all about. So we so appreciate you taking the time today. Absolutely. Enjoyed speaking with you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. A special thank you to Community Foundation Tampa Bay for being our presenting patron and for lending us Wilma Norton to host this wonderful storytelling podcast. If you would like more Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can also follow more stories on our website at philanthropytampabay.org. Happy storytelling!